0: for everybody that's black yeah uh-huh yeah assuming i'm rooting for everybody that's black yo 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 look look assuming i'm rooting for everybody that's black smack bouts and racks on handmade new rags assuming i'm rooting for everybody that's black that's everybody from sports to college class to rap and back
1: Yo, what's up, y'all? Y'all tuning to another episode of Off the Rip. This is your host, Reese Moss. Here with my man, Lenny Beans, back again. Beans, hey, what's up to the people? What's up, y'all? Hey, everybody. Today, we're going to talk about uh, black cinema. It's been a good weekend. I mean, good weekend, yeah, for um, movies. Two great movies came out this weekend. We're going to touch on both of them. Um, One Night in Miami, and American Skin. We also gonna look forward to uh, movies that's coming out like Malcolm and Marie and Judas and the Black Messiah. We are gonna speak on old movies like Roots and stuff like that. But first, we gonna uh, let's start with American Skin. Mm. What was your views of that movie, Lonnie? Um, I mean, I thought it was a a perfect a perfect depiction
0: of what's going on right now. I was mesmerized by it, the act and the reality of it. Um, But it actually caused me to internalize a lot of it. Being a black man in America, I was able to relate. Seeing everything that's going on in America made it relatable. Um, And my own experiences with police, you know, has made me uh, look at it, you know, from a different perspective
1: that many might look at it. My bad. Uh, before we get into it, let's get the people without giving them the movie. We gonna I'm gonna give them a little background. If you didn't see the movie yet, it's about uh ex marine. Ex was he marine? Marine. Ex marine, who him and his son got pulled over by the cops, and his son got killed, and he took actions after that. So, um, the the thing I took away from it was. The 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 give and take between them and the police officers, mm-hmm. the conversations they was having at a particular scene in the movie, and that conversation is, I think that's the that's the thing we need to, that's the obstacle that we are fighting today. In mm-hmm. America, we look at things one way, and certain people look at things another way. Our right is not. How can we get them to see what we see? You know, I don't think it's
0: possible. I think our life experiences growing up, um, the friends we have growing up, and just our perception of the other side is just going to always make it impossible. And I know I want to say anything's impossible, but, I mean, it's been a history of time. It, throughout the history of time, we've never been able to take that perspective of putting ourselves in the other shoes. Um, and really, I, I can't even say that because it's really them putting themselves in our shoes. We aren't the ones that uh, oppress or abuse and, and, and damage
1: mentally and emotionally and physically. But as you say that, right? Uh, like I said, I don't want to give the movie away too much. But one of the guys was uh, a minority. Uh, I know already about
0: race, man, but it's mental. Yeah. It's mental. Once you cross over to that other side of thinking you are, and I hate to say this word, but thinking you're one of them, it, it, your whole everything changes for you. The way you perceive things, the way you interact in different situations, even interacting with his own race. He was of Latino descent, interacting with his own race. You could see, and I don't know what the other guy was saying, but you could tell he was calling him out yeah. on, you know, what, what would be our terminology of an Uncle Tom. And that was... <laughs> You know, you could see that that was his 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 whole demeanor of of how he felt about everything, but that guy didn't associate himself with his own community. See how he denounced his own community, mm-hmm. and 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 a lot of cops and a lot of police officers have this um,
1: idea of blue. And now, I'll <laughs> say now touching on that, you had you had the the lady who spoke up and said women. Yeah, and, they, and he looked at her. He even turned around to her and was like, "He understood. How do they understand that we couldn't understand? Because a woman,
0: throughout history, has still been inferior. So even with them elevating, they were never. It's never. They were never a threat. And that's the difference. We are a threat because as we elevate, grow, and become more powerful, we become a threat. And the thing about um, history is. You always talk to neutralize the threat, and on the football field, yeah, on the basketball court, and in in war, yeah. And so, in any situation where someone is seen as a threat, your first objective is to neutralize them. So, women have never really, throughout history, been seen as a threat. So they can empathize, and they can they can be comfortable in them, you know, um, growing uh, as as a sex um but for a race to have that same elevation no we need to neutralize that because they the thing about um white people not all white people but the thing about white supremacy is without supremacy there it doesn't exist so they want to maintain that supremacy and they do that through acts of violence intimidation um uh, different different means of oppression job not giving them jobs um putting people in in, in in the justice system, things like that. Because when they're able to have the control, they're comfortable. But as they start to lose that grip on control, that's when they get uncomfortable. And when, as they get uncomfortable, they got to figure out a new way.
1: So another thing this, this movie put a spotlight on is just how the system, I think every, this is my personal opinion. I think every murder should go to trial, mm-hmm. just because you've seen once the evidence was shown in front of a juror, I mean a jury, how even the person who did it it changed his mindset of, damn, I was wrong, mm-hmm. well. and he, it, it made him realize. That's why I think everything, should, and I think these trials should be public. Like on TV, like so everybody can see, and I think that will help change the system a little bit, because even though, like like it was so many flaws and what he what they did, and they just got away with it because he was a cop, always. Like he he was like I didn't report the always, always. I didn't report this I didn't report that.
0: that. But that's in every single one of these cases, man. You can look at everybody's case, and without. That George Floyd video getting as much publicity as he did, we'd be it'd be another situation of a cop getting away with murder. You see in Breonna Taylor case, now That's what I'm
1: saying. They should go to tr- like these. But you got to think the system. Like that's where I think the I think, and the the biggest flaw in the system is murder shouldn't be up to if we got enough evidence to the the, the, the sentence to trial. As mm-hmm. soon as murder happens, it should be trial.
0: Well, that's that Murder's only uh, a system of enough evidence to go to trial with that those situations of cops. Because if I kill you, if I kill the goddamn the street, they're not sending it to a grand jury to decide if I'm going to trial. They're going to put my ass on trial and they're going to hang my black ass and I'm going to be in jail for the rest of my life, Reese. Yeah. Because the likelihood of a black man beating a murder trial, the percentages are so low. And even with getting convicted, the sentencing is so much more, twenty five percent more time. Like if I, if you and I were both white and I killed you, versus me, yeah. and you right now killing you, I would get twenty five percent more time statistically. I ain't just saying that I'm throwing it out my ass. Statistically, I would get twenty five percent more time because I'm black. And people can say it's not because you're black, but the, the, the numbers don't lie. A men, men lie, women lie. Numbers don't. Numbers are numbers. As much as we want to disregard or discount or. Um, Try uh trying to uh, minimize the effect of race in how people are policed or judged or sentenced uh, in crimes or for crimes
1: is the truth. Yeah, and one more thing because like I said, it's kind of hard to talk about this without giving yeah too much of it up. Everybody, if you didn't see American Skin yet, please sit down with your family and watch this genre. But um, and well, let me add this: if in
0: in black men and black women, if you have um. Black sons. I mean, listen, you have black children watching, but more importantly, black sons, because it's very important. And I just want to speak about one scene in the movie where his son, son, um, because his son was at a private school, and he's learning about laws and things. And this doesn't really get away the movie. He's learning about laws and things. And one of the things that he learned about was being able to defend yourself against the police, um, because it's unlawful for a police officer to do a lot of the things that they do to us. And his dad got very upset with him because... Although those are laws,
1: laws—they're
0: not laws that work for us. Those are laws that were written by white men for white men, and so his 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 whole thought process was, "Well, it's a law, so it should stand,"
1: yeah.
0: because of you know lack of life's experience. But as a black man, knowing that although those are the laws, you try and stand up and defend yourself. You're more than likely going to end up a dead man.
1: Yeah. Now, the like I said, the final question I had was... How did you feel about the ending of the movie? Without giving it away... Um, I feel like it... It, it, it
0: made... It, it matched. It made sense. Th- um, there it go. <sighs> it made sense. Like, he... I mean, didn't agree with it. Did I, it if, I I feel as though... Just, just, put myself in those shoes, It may have ended a little bit differently if I was, if I was, um, if I was the one in the movie. That's all. I'm gonna just leave it at that. But it was, it was overall though, I would say this is probably one of the best movies um, that I've seen. It had an emotional aspect that I wasn't used to feeling in movies. You know what I mean? And listen, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I like to consider myself a a manly man, but it brought me to tears watching this movie because I felt like I internalized so much of the movie and I was able to, I I felt like I was in his shoes in numerous moments throughout the movie.
1: I think, I liked the ending because it showed even when we, Mm -hmm. we, we try to do correct, we end up on the wrong side of the stick. That's what, that's the ending, the, the very, very ending, that's what I got from it. And you saw how the, the ending is so good because the things they start saying about him after yep and it's like that's what they do yeah what like they do what um now that wasn't the only movie that came out this weekend one night in america one night in miami came out it was a um
0: i want to also shout out the directors i was, I, was, I, was, I, was May- get, I was gonna get to that with yeah. at the all right i'm sorry go ahead
1: um it was a it's not a not a, you can't call it a fictional because it's like it's like a factual fictional. Yeah. So it was about Muhammad Ali, uh, Sam Cooke, uh, Malcolm X, and Jim Brown. And it shows the night that Muhammad Ali beat Sonny Liston, and they posted one out and party, and it's around that. How did you feel about that movie? I thought that was another excellent one, man. Yeah. You know, just having
0: four. Figures that were so, um, so much a part of history, you know, More for history. like, like, like when you talk about activists, like people that sacrificed their livelihoods. Like we talk about Colin Kaepernick now, but before Colin Kaepernick, <laughs> Muhammad Ali was Colin Kaepernick, and we praise him now and we talk about him now. But at that time, you think people hate Colin Kaepernick? Man, listen, they hated Muhammad Ali. Hated him with a passion. Um, and that man sacrificed five years of his life for being, what he believed in.
1: Both of them ended up being on the right side of history, but go ahead.
0: Yeah, well, Colin and now, yeah, yeah, coming on to the right side of history. Um, you know, and, and I'm hoping that throughout history, they depict him the same way that Muhammad Ali is depicted right now. Um, but, man, it was it was powerful because all you had these four black men in the prime of their careers, yeah. you know, in a time where, you know, Black, you know, people were coming into their own and realizing, you know, we don't have to stand for this. We don't have to stand for this, uh, this shit, this treatment, this mistreatment. Um, And to have, like, Muhammad Ali and and, and Jim Brown. People don't realize, like, Jim Brown, like, how much of a historical figure Jim Brown, like, when I say, like, pro-black, like, he was the epitome of pro black
1: That scene when He met up with what's and on And he was You can get anything you want Yeah And he tried to go on. Yeah. yeah And he was offering
0: him help And it was the scene in the movie Jim Brown's offering help To this deal and To a man A coach A white guy You know they're sitting out Having drinks He's a fan of Jim Brown Telling him how much he loves him You
1: can get anything you and want I And
0: I gotta move this furniture. I'll be right back Jim Brown goes to Extend an offering And he's like Hey what, are you, what are you doing Jim You know we don't allow Niggers in the house and and that's and, that and right at that there. moment right there, it's like damn. No matter who you are, no matter what you do, how famous you are, how much money you got, like Hov say, still a nigga. It yeah. was it was like damn, <laughs> threw me off guard because I'm just thinking like, oh man, that's a great relationship they had. <sighs> but it goes to show you that, how far the relationship goes because at the end of the day, they ain't gonna walk you into
1: they walk you into their home. Now with this movie. One of the powerful things I took away from this is these four men, like you said, these four powerful men, they held each other so accountable Mm -hmm. for not settling that it made all four of them better. And I think as black men, we need to learn how to hold each other accountable without taking it as disrespect. Yep. Because there's like Everybody know who these... We can give a little bit more of this movie because y'all know the outcome of these four men, but... All right. When they was on that roof talking and they was, like, saying stuff to each other, that's the type of stuff that people take to the... These four men didn't take it. They took it as as you should take it as a man. Like, it got uh, heated. Yeah, no, no. It got real heated. <laughs> it got heated. <laughs> it got, real it heated. got heated. But you
0: know what? They didn't let it go past... That's what I'm saying. Past that.
1: They, they understood that, all right, where it's coming from, like... Is coming from, like, when, when once you sit back, once somebody gives you some criticism about yourself, take some time to sit back and think about what they said about you. Yeah. If it's something off the wall that you know you're not, but if it's something, like, damn, I ain't see this in myself, like, it was like, what are you doing? Like, you're the only one yeah. who has his own right, and you de- chucking a job in for these people. Like, what song did you make for us? And he turned around and made one of the most powerful songs.
0: The theme song for yeah. the Civil Rights Movement. I mean, one of them, but probably the most powerful song. And um,
1: Jim Brown's situation. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm a football player. That's all everybody looked at him as. They're like, yo, you more than that. Like in these conversations that they had, I think if black men had these conversations with each other more often. These then, tough conversations. Yeah, the tough conversations, than just letting... Your homie or whatever just get away with it, and you looking at him like. In our days and times, doing nut yeah, ass shit. Exactly, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, it's just, to, you, just to you put it you, lame you, in layman You know he's doing that ass shit, and you letting him get away with it. I think you a nut too for letting him get away with it. Like, yeah. And if you can't take your homie telling you, yeah, you doing that ass shit. That's that's your homie. He not doing it in front of. If it's you and him and y'all having a conversation, and he telling you you doing that. He not trying to play you in front of nobody. Like he's having a conversation right. with you. Right. That's one of the... Uh, the we got to be things. able to be receptive to that. That's what I was saying. That's what, yeah.
0: Those conversations are always tough because you want to have them. Then you think like, man, I ain't trying to do it because I don't want to feel like I'm coming at them and all that. But as men, we need to understand that criticism is, 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 is a way to growth. Because if we don't never understand the things that we are doing incorrectly or stuff that we are doing that might be detrimental to not only ourselves, but our families and our friends... And we can't receive the correction on that, we, we're going to always be stuck in the same spot. And I think that's where we are. And it's as fucked up as it is, I think that's where we are as a race. Yeah. Because we cannot accept that. It's always like, damn, why you coming at me like that? You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, oh, you jealous or you hate And a lot of times, you know what? It's not hate. You know, sometimes it's hate, but a lot of times it's not hate. A lot of times it's like a perspective that you weren't able to see because nobody sees themselves in a bad light. We always look at the best of ourselves. And we don't even want to hear about the worst of ourselves or the things that we're doing incorrectly. But when it's brought to the forefront as a real man, you should be able to reflect on what's said, not just react, but reflect. Actually, listen, absorb. Like, like you said, Reese, take some time, reflect on what was said, and say, you know what, damn, what am I doing? I ain't had to do that. I shouldn't have did that. I need to be doing this, you know, and, and especially. And I hate, you know, we we going back to the black community, but this is throughout our history, especially, like, things like taking care of our children. Yeah. If you see somebody not taking care of their children, that's your man. Why
1: can't you call call him out on it?
0: Yep. Respecting our women. You know what I mean? Because you see a lot of disrespect, the way they talk to them, you know, the way they treat them, putting their hands on them, like, all these things. And, like, how you stand there watching a man beat up on his girl? Like, what kind of man are you? You What's know what it? I mean? How you sit there, go to the club, pop bottles with this guy, and he don't take care of his damn kids.
1: Exactly. Like you
0: know what I'm saying? Or take a go to the jury store. Like I'm about to go get this new chain. Knowing and damn well you just saw his kids looking like
1: little bums, or right, like, he, or you know, you know the last time he he didn't see his kid, like, <laughs> and the stuff like that. And like I said, this movie is powerful for that. That's another one you need to go see. And like you were saying, um. Let's talk about us making our movies. Yeah. That's big. These two movies was phenomenal because we directed them. And we going to give the flowers to them, but we got to give a major, major, major kudos to Regina King. Yes. Man. Regina King came so far in this game. Yes. And for her to direct this one night in Miami, if for no other reason y'all want to see it, check it out because of that. Like. And like I said, you know how hard it was for her to get Jim Brown already got a movie out. Mm-hmm. I'll, everybody saw Ali. hmm Everybody saw uh Malcolm X story with Denzel playing. Yep. So for her to pull them characters out of these people, it was amazing. It's amazing. And like, get the
0: authentic- authenticity, authenticity of them. Because like you like, you Malcolm, for me, Denzel's Malcolm. Yeah. You see this guy, you, you know and I mean, first I'm like I was like, know. Oh. Then he pulled Malcolm out of him, or Jim Brown. You know what I mean? He's like, damn, he's like that whole even the stature of him. Yes, you know, it was like, damn. And then Muhammad Ali, man, who you who you think could be a better Muhammad Ali than Will Smith? And this guy, I I, you know, and I apologize, I don't know his name, but man, he did a hell of a job. The mannerisms, the attitude, the energy, you know, the cockiness of Muhammad Ali, and it was amazing. And it was pre Muhammad Ali, actually, it was Cassius Cassius Clay. Clay. And 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 when the movie goes through the transition of him changing his name from Muhammad Ali to Cassius Clay, which was like, wow, you yeah. see it and you understand why, and you see it and you you just you just in awe of it. Like, damn, this is
1: something that Reg- Regina King put together. Yeah, and like I said, I didn't like I, I was telling you when we off mic, I didn't know nothing about like I knew Sam Cooke from his like couple songs in old school music. Mm-hmm. After watching this, I'm, I need a Sam Cook movie. Like uh, I'm yeah. like, yo, I'm interested in his story now. Like, so like yeah. I said, she did a hell of a job, and the American Skins, Spike, man, Sp- yeah. Spike is amazing. Like Spike, Spike is it? Spike. Spike has been doing it for us. Yeah. He about doing it for the culture. <laughs>
0: that's Spike, and no, no, let's not leave out <laughs> Nate, Parker. Nate Parker.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because for
0: they, they gave Nate Parker a rough time after that, uh, that Birth of a Nation movie. Man, they couldn't handle that. It was too raw, too real. Yeah, too close to. What had too close to history. A lot of times we get these movies, these history history based movies. You gonna touch on that right now. That don't even really depict the true history. You know what I'm saying? But that was like, damn. And they couldn't handle it. You know, and and they were like, no man, we can't have you making movies like this. And I was, I'm, you know, when I watched American again, I was actually quite surprised <laughs> that this movie made it as far as it did, just because of what it
1: might provoke. Yeah, um, that's why I, I, I'm also wondering if theaters were still open, would they would they let it go
0: through? It's it's showing in in minimal theaters. Okay, um, like you know, like those small yeah. theaters, like they got like the Ritz and stuff like that. But you're right. What if it was like a major theatrical
1: release? Cause like, because it would have been a big thing. We'd have, we'd have went out we'd have went out to see this Black Panther numbers. You think? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Cause this would be much more relatable to right now. Much more. I mean, just, just that's why I, I try to I try to encourage everybody. Now, I know people will be like, "Man, I ain't buying." Listen, if you got a fire stick, if you got to do whatever, I paid the eleven dollars for it. Yeah, it's worth it, man. I bought it. Yeah, yeah me it's too. It's worth it, man. Like I'm telling y'all. All right, you talking about like historic movies? Um Do you think in times now, should we still be showing kids roots? No. No,
0: I don't think Roots shows us in the glory and and in the light of what we actually did. You know, it shows us in a um in a light that I don't one hundred percent agree with. That's not. I mean, listen, slavery was what it was, but if we're going to make movies about slavery, let's show you know movies about slavery and let's talk about the. And I hate to say it, like the positives of slavery, but let's talk about the people that made a difference during that time. You know what I mean? If if you're gonna sit there and and, and make a movie and show um the depiction of some being dehumanized, like what 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 benefit does that play into the Eastern time? Like we're so much more, and I hate to use the word because I don't like it, woke, but we're so much more um in depth of what. Actually occurred during history I was just having a talk with somebody About like history Like we learn in history And there's so many things That as a man I'm learning I'm like Damn this was never taught to us Yeah And this and the crazy part is It's still not being taught Like I have conversations With my son
1: Nah and school just ain't just And ain't. they
0: just don't they, they don't talk about it It's like American history is um a major it's like a course like you take it's a mandatory course.
1: But um, we not in, we we but got a very 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 small part in American yeah, history. Well, like, we are a small part of American history. But think about that. Yeah, we are. You know what I mean? But the, they make our our part even smaller than yeah. what it is.
0: But you got to you got to take African American studies as an elective. Yeah. As an elective, you, so it, which means you don't have to learn about it. You get very few that want to learn about it. Why is it not a mandatory history lesson that is taught? I think that if that began, I think we 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 start to kind of shift the tide of of everything that goes on. Because when you can understand the history of a people, you can begin to empathize and understand why they are the way they are. Yeah, it's like the the trip. Like we look at people that come home from war, and we we look, don't understand them. PTSD. Yeah. And, you know, they get benefits and they understanding of the trauma that they face. Man, what about growing up in the, in the hood? Growing up in North Philly? You know what I'm saying? Growing up in South Philly. You know what I mean? What about the kids that's growing up in Chicago? Like, you don't think that's traumatic? This shit is more dangerous than a, than, than a war zone. In a war zone, you know you can go behind that fence and more than likely you are safe. You're not even safe in your own house in some Straight of these bullets. cities. Yeah. And so... When you go through traumatic experiences and you grow up having to deal with those traumatic experiences on numerous occasions, how are you going to be? Do you think that they're not suffering from PTSD? Like, do you think that those things aren't affecting the way that we are or some of us are out here in this world and doing the crazy shit that they do? Because that's all, number one, that's all they know. But number two, they're so traumatized by. That, that it distorts their behavior or what their perception of reality is and how they think they need to be to survive. Because it's about survival for a lot of people. It's just like you out there in that battlefield and you you see these soldiers and it's like they you hear these stories about soldiers killing kids. But imagine how that soldier in his mind has to think. This kid's walking around with a gun. You don't have a chance to think, like, is he going to pull this gun on me or shoot me? And now you kill the kid How do you sleep with yourself at night? And a lot of them don't Because they can't Because the nightmares and the haunting of having to do that Keeps them up at night And so sleep deprivation leads to mental illness and things like that So what's the difference between Living in one of these crime infested cities Like Philly had over 500 homicides last year Like even not seeing any of those things myself But the traumatic experience of hearing about 500 people
1: getting killed in a single city in a year. Every time you turn on the news. Has a traumatic effect on me, and I'm a grown man. (laughs) You know what I mean? Breaking news 12 year old murdered. 14 year old murdered.
0: Yep. Three year old shot in the head, shot in the face. 12 year old got shot at the door. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Like they just killed the other guy, walking his dog. Like, what are you safe to do? What can you do? To, that you could feel safe and comfortable doing. Like, you can't even walk your dog. Like, man, you're like, damn, I can't even walk my dog without feeling safe. But, yeah,
1: back to the uh, the Roots conversation, this is where I'm at with that. I agree with the theory of the movie Roots shouldn't, like, that's the, like, I, I was in fifth grade when I saw that. Traumatized me a whole different way. But I also don't want them to erase that part of the history. I want our kids to know that we was treated that way at one point. Because like the guy said in uh like the guy said in the movie, y'all still harping on that? That was a hundred years ago. Yep. And <laughs> that, I, I try I'm I make a conscious effort not to curse, right? But I use the word nigga all the time.
0: And I curse a lot.
1: And I use the word nigga all the time on it's one of them things. I make sure I do because I feel, it feels though. That's another thing. You're like, why you just stop saying the word nigga? Like you bring no because we stop saying it and everybody stop saying it. It's a race. It never happened. Mm-hmm. It's one of them things that never mm. existed. That's a that's an interesting perspective. Like it never existed. That's right. what, that's the way I feel. Is that they try to make things like they nah. trying to wash it. Yeah, like wash it out of history. And like I said, the guy said it happened hundred years ago. Like, and he replied was, "Would you say that to a person who went through Holocaust?" Nope. And he said, no, it's different. Yep. Of course it is. Like, how, like it's well, not know We know why it's different, Reese. We know why it's different, different. But that's what I'm saying. So, like you said, the movie roots is is terrible because it just shows, like, Kutus trying to get away and not like, that's mm-hmm. BS. I think the slavery, I think our kids de- do need to know about slavery in itself and how we overcame it. For one, for that reason, so they can erase it. And for two, they would try to repeat it if they can erase it. So.
0: Yeah. Because it's
1: guilt. Yeah, they got guilt. And then they're gonna sit
0: there and say, like, oh, well, it's so long ago. Why you still got that
1: guilt then? Why you still got the guilt? Now, when you talk about movies like you said, you want us, them to teach different black history in schools. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that we get in control of the cinema because, like, a movie like um, Judas and the Black Messiah that's coming out soon. Mm-hmm. The Fred Hampton story. Yeah. Well, it ain't just the Fred Hampton story, but Fred Hampton playing a role in it. For one, I got this two-part question: How you feel about them type of movies coming out? And two, is it anybody in history that you would like to see them make a movie about?
0: Yeah. Well, the first part, I think that I feel. I feel um blessed for these movies type to come out, so we, so we never had the leverage and the tools or the resources to tell our own story. So all these movies previous to that there was always stories of history of us, but they were always whitewashed because you know all the movies was always some white hero. hero, some white ally that just played their part of helping the black movement. you know what I'm saying? and in most of the cases, that's a fictional person that was put in. Yeah. By, the, by the studio or By the writers Because you can't just put A black story Of black history in there And talk about How a white person How bad white people were.
1: Yeah
0: So you always gotta have This white ally And then you look back In every black movie You name any black movie You want And there's a white ally in it Because they needed that Sense of um, Guilt relief I'm about to say Even in fucking Black Panther we got- <laughs> Even in Black Panther You think You, you get what I'm saying Even in Black Panther, because they need that sense of guilt release. So then with the current um, climate and us having the ability to to write our own movies.
1: Direct our own movies. Direct
0: our own movies, fund our own movies. We can tell our stories the way we want to tell them. And I think that this movie is going to be, like, the norm of black history movie telling. Because what they did, you know, with the Association of Black Panthers, up until recently, like, I never knew, like, how much they did for the black com- Actually, not even bl- the black community. How much they actually did for um, just people in general. Not only black, white. Black Panthers are responsible for the WIC program, which a lot of people yeah. don't know, which is the national that. food program that feeds
1: women, infants, and children. Not yeah. just black women, infants, and children. Women throughout the like, entire country. Like I said, you even see on the previews when he said we trying to get the lower-income people of the white people, the black mm-hmm. people, the brown people—like mm-hmm. during the preview, he said that. So,
0: because I do I feel like the, the differences and one of the, the, the statements that he made that I actually agree with in the American Scene was like it's not really a race thing; it's a class thing. Yeah, and that's where the supremacy thing comes in for white people, because the majority of white people of that feel and have this thought of white superiority or supremacy are the lower class, the lower middle class white people who feel inferior. To the growth of the black man, yeah, and or the brown man, or the uh, or or any yeah. anybody that's mm-hmm. not white, because they feel like, well, he's doing this, and that, and this, and the only thing I got is my white skin, so I'm gonna use that as my leverage tool, my tool to look down on him or put him down. Um, but like speaking back on the movie, I mean, Fred Hampton did amazing things for the black
1: community. Yeah, I can't wait till that John, come out. Um, another one that's coming out is a. Uh, um, I think I think we need a lot more of these type of stories. It's a black love story. It's um, Malcolm and Marie. Mm-hmm. They got Zendaya and uh, Denzel's son. Of, his John name John David. John David. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, like? Is this the first true like black love story we gonna have? I think we had some. I don't think they were
0: as. I think that the difference now is the um, the marketing of it. Okay, I, I think it's been several black or, love stories. Just, you got no, no, no. You know what? It it's a movie that I saw and it was from back in the day with Sinai Lathan and Wesley Snacks. I can't think of the name of it. Desperate Measure, something like that. It was a. It was a. Movie. It was a good love story. Yeah, see, I, a, see, that, I didn't
1: even. That's what I'm saying. Nobody do it. I, I caught it by accident. You gotta listen to the two people you just named, and I, we don't. I don't know about it. Right. His anyway. And Wesley's. Yep. And Yeah. I don't like, I've never heard of it. Yeah. Of course not. Of course not. Because
0: those type of love stories, we got a lot of those comedies that Kevin Hart I don't, do. That. Not, yeah, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? But like a true love story, like black love. I don't like, know, how many we got? Maybe we, what was the uh, one with Issa Rae? The photograph?
1: Yeah. But that's recent.
0: Right. You're right. Recently, all of it is recent. No, we haven't had any true black love stories. Um, and I think the difference with this one is it's not like the perfect love story. This one it's it's the authenticity of, of, of a relationship of a man and a woman that's not perfect. You know what I'm saying? But from my perception of the movie, love gets them through a lot of things, which is what is, is lacking in a lot of black homes is, is realizing that love gets us through a lot of things. We so easily give up on each other. Um, you know, for, for things that what could be considered indiscretions in a relationship, but understanding that if we can get through it together, not only is it going to strengthen our relationship and our bond, but what it's going to do is it's going to strengthen the, the black home, because a yeah. lot of black homes are single-parent homes, whether it's single dads, single moms. Um, and I think that uh, the big reason of it is is' it's, it's a cycle. So if you grew up in a single home, then your percentage and chances of being a single parent, you know, increase um, dramatically. And I think that as, you know, you start to see more and more two parent homes, then we'll start to see more and more um, children that grow up more loving without the traumatic effect of. A parent overcompensating, because a lot of times it's like the mom, your dad ain't this, or or the dad, your mom ain't this. Like, parent talking bad about the other parent. When they grow up in the same home, you see the fight, but you see resolution. Yeah. That's important part of it, because we need to understand that everything ain't going to be perfect. And if we can see these these disagreements, but also see the resolution in the agreement, I think it's going to help a lot of us. I think So I think that that's going to be a tremendous movie. And another black cinema, black direct, same thing. Like it's gonna be, uh, this this is this is a good time right now for just black people in general, and it it came on the hills of a lot of negativity. But you know they say you gotta go through and those say, things, and
1: it ain't a coincidence that they pushing the they did the whole equality. Like you said, the good things that came off from this is certain people got jobs that they wouldn't have now. Certain mm-hmm. people are in positions now where they can pull the trigger mm-hmm. and green like these movies, and. My thing with the why I'm so happy about like these movies I'm talking about like the um, the Fred Hampton movie and the Malcolm and the uh, Marie movie. Jay, one of my favorite Jay lines is Scarface. Scarface the rapper, I mean, Scarface the movie did more than Scarface the rapper to me. Mm. Now, growing up, we listen to me and you know we listen to music and all that. Right. We also watch movies, and when you watch a movie, it's like it's like watching a sports event. You can go out and imitate. Yep. which you saw in the movie. And I always say, I was at a story where me and Benal used to run up and down the street screaming Deuce head from South Central. We didn't know, like all we knew was Ray Ray, little Ray Ray. Young boy, he was mad. We just the street screaming Deuce head now. So, for a little kid that watching these movies, they will go imitate these movies quicker than right. they listen to a song and right. that's why I'm like, we need this. We need to make sure our children sit down and pull them away from these video games and everything. All y'all gotta do is say, "Yo, we having a movie night." Positive diamond effect. Yeah. Damn. So that's why I'm, one of the reasons I'm so happy about <laughs> this. Um, I know this on the spot, and I ain't prepared you for this. So I'm gonna give me three up and coming black actors that you think people need to look out for. Well, one is. Um Denzel son Denzel
0: son That, that man he, I, I, You watch Black Klansmen. Like Every single movie he in I watched, I used to watch Ballers Yeah um, I mean You talking about talent man That, that Apple ain't fall Far from the tree right there
1: And this coming on the hills of uh, The only reason I bring this up Because I just watched Outside the Wire With the yeah. kid from uh, He and he, Well he black The kid from Snowfall Yeah I can't. I'm, the British kid. I can't think of his name. But. Yeah,
0: talented, but yeah, um, he's but, not on my list. Though. <laughs> 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 he's good, but he's not on my list. Um, him. Um, you know, he's a really good actor, dude. Um, Amari Hardwick.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah like yeah, was, yeah, was, his
0: versatility, man. He is. He is. He is. Listen, he's really the, good. The role he played in American Skin was good. I, but the role he played in everything is good. Yeah, like yeah. even like comedy drama. You know what I'm saying, like uh, suspense, like he, deep, like damn, dude, like
1: Taps, on Taps, all in. He,
0: he reminds me of like an actor, like Will Smith, where they get into their role, right. they actually, you know, study the character, they get fully immersed into that character, they become them, um, and I think that the third um, actor uh, for me is, and and it was crazy. We were just talking about this, and he got. Like Bob, but I, I thought he was an amazing actor, and I think if he ever gets back around to getting back in movie, dude, he is talent, super talent. Jason Mitchell, that played in the shy,
1: play easier for everybody who else don't.
0: The, it played in the EZA. Yeah. Um, he played in a ton of movies. Yeah, he played, yeah. he played in a, dude, he played in a lot of movies, and I think that what happened with him was one of those unfortunate things where somebody said something, something, and they reacted before they even did the research, the investigation, and it comes out that the person was not. Truthful in it, but the damage has been done, um, and so I think that you know he, if given a second chance, like we we we've done with white actors, you know what I'm saying, Robert Downey Jr. Man, listen, you know what I'm
1: saying, uh, what's the guy that was on the telephone cursing everybody out? Yeah, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. There you like, go. Like, come
0: on, man, these white actors get chance after chance after chance of of showing a true colors, racism and things like that, and Shire drug LeBeouf. addicts. Like, it's come honest. on. And we, but we so hard, like the America, that's what I'm saying, like America's so much harder on the black man. Here we are
1: with an actor who. But it, and it's also has us. false claims. We are, we are. We are hard on each other as well. Also us that's harder on, like, we the ones that, like, having the white people, you know who are reporting about it? E News and the them outlets. You know who are reporting about it when we do something? Us. Yeah. It's a million and one memes and yep. tweets and. For them, yeah. like I said,
0: it's memes, and tw- right? We don't, I never seen no meme and no a white, white actor. person, none. none, 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 You're absolutely right. We clown each other, and
1: they we, why they looking,
0: yep, and they laughing right, right, right along with us. It's, you know what I'm saying? And then goes the show, but you know what? And God rest his soul, man. The the, the guy that would have been the next great Chad Whit Boseman. Yeah, I think he was going to surpass Denzel,
1: dude. Listen, like you look at the roles he's especially, played. Especially him working while he was sick, the way he was working. But not even that,
0: like not even counting like all those. Other oh, let's biopics. Let's just talk the biopics, dog. James Brown, hey, Jackie Robinson, more. Jesse Owens. Like come like like people that were the first of greatness in their field. One of the greatest musicians. Yeah. The first black baseball player. One of the greatest. The the first track gold medalist. One of the greatest. Like he just played these people. And he did it so well that it's like you ain't even associated. I'm like, damn, that's the same guy that played Jackie Jackie Robinson. that's playing James Brown or that's the same guy that played Jesse. Oh, Damn, like he did it so well that you ain't even associated with. It. And like that, nah, nah, that's talent. That's talent. When you don't get typecast, he just goes in, yeah. does his job, and he does it so well. And, and like I said, God that, rest his soul. But
1: that's, that's another talent. Thing. That's another thing we need to. Um, I hope we get away from the typecasting of black actors and. Mm-hmm. Once you play this role, you only can play this role. And one, yep. of, one, one of my favorite actors, and he I don't even know if you classify him as an actor, is Jamie. Because Jamie plays so many different. Like from... Um, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. From the trainer, uh, Ali, to yeah. Ray, to you know what the he's, violinist. He's but he's probably the most talented person. Oh, yeah. In the world. Yeah.
0: In the world. I'm, who's more talented than Jamie Foxx? That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't even... Sing. Like, like he sing, Jamie used to be one of my singing comedy. artists. If, you ever, if y'all want to look for a good comedy special one How You Cracking Up, I Might Need Security. Jamie Foxx. And
1: acting. Like, come on. And he about to do Mike Tyson bio. Come on. He gonna play Mike Tyson? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. How you go from Ray to Mike Tyson? <laughs> how you go from the bald head training lead corner to Mike Tyson? Tyson. To, to, from the violinist. Yeah. Yeah, right,
0: man. Damn. I didn't know that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, he's probably the most talented. I, but he's... I, I, and I don't want to say it. I don't want to discriminate, them, but I want to put him out of the category of of what I was discussing my yeah, actors yeah, because yeah. of his age. Yeah. Um,
1: right.
0: But yeah, he, he's like Morgan Freeman.
1: He's <laughs> old as hell. Like these things But no, man, listen. Um, but no, like I said, it's a good time to, uh, for black movies. It is. Please, please, if y'all didn't see them two movies yet, see check him. them. Check them out. Um, I'm gonna. Keep, I'll keep y'all updated when Malcolm Marie come out. I think that's next, and then Judas and. Uh, so I come out to that,
0: and I, if you haven't seen it, see outside the wire.
1: I mean, oh yeah, outside the wire is it's, 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 it's not on. It's not the same. It's not uh, African American, but it's a good movie. It's a it's a good movie. Yeah, it is. Like it's was that science what, what science of, it's sci-fi sci-fi movie, and like it, it's it's impressive because we don't get them roles. Mm-mm. So not at all. Vin Diesel, Mike. Yeah. So for us to get that role <laughs> and 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 knock it out of the park like that. What, has been, what has been, Diesel? is what is Vendiz? Was he black? I don't speaking on I'm glad you brought that up, because this is one why don't we claim the rock? We do claim the rock. I claim but, the rock. Yeah, but he don't get the he don't he don't get pushed in our boat.
0: He transcended it. There's very few people that transcend race because of the stardom that they have. Kevin Kevin Hart. Yeah. They, they, much you want to minute? Like, they don't put him in the, the and I hate to say this, they don't put him in the nigga boat. Like he's in a he's 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 grew to that that stardom level of not being put in there with black actors. They, like when you think of you don't think like a oh, black actor's black it's like Kevin Hart. Like he's super he's superseded that. This the rock own tra- level. this
1: why the rock, rock transition is to me. Once they made him the highest paid, they didn't want to say a black person's the highest paid.
0: Yep. Yep. Same thing with Kevin Hart. Yeah. They just got him highest paid comedian. He beat Jerry Seinfeld named the highest black pay could be, which he is highest black because he's the highest paid. But they, they, when you get to that, when you're the top of the thing, they, 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 they somehow find a way to get black out of that name for that. Yeah. They somehow find a way. Highest paid comedian, Kevin Hart. Highest, beat Jerry Seinfeld highest, three highest years in a row. actor, Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. Like, come on. <laughs> His name is Dwayne Johnson. Like, goddamn. Like, you know what I mean? Imagine being a white guy. Like, hey, how you doing? My name's Dwayne. <laughs> like, like hi, I'm Dwayne Johnson. Like, come on no, Pop
1: <laughs> black, Uncle's <laughs> black.
0: Right. He he black. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's right. You and I didn't think about that. Once you transcend to that level of being highest paid, the best of race somehow gets removed from it. And then conveniently though. Yeah. Conveniently, because they don't wanna they don't wanna say it because then you get to associating black greatness.
1: You know what I mean? That's, black excellence. That's crazy. That's crazy. But, um honey beans thanks for coming through again man I'm gonna have you on a lot more um y'all know what to do rate review subscribe till next time y'all
0: told you glamorize the game it ain't a glorious roll rest in peace kobe and nip that's off the rip King shit if it ain't about family it don't mean shit the cure love other your law don't it in the phone tap tapping in with Lord. Roll the credits.